0: In today's episode, we dive into resume virtues versus eulogy virtues, and if you're not familiar with them, I'll break it down. What can we learn from them, and do we need both? How can they make us rethink our own views of our accomplishments, our wealth, and life? Welcome to the Investor Fellow Podcast, the podcast where we discuss money and life. And just so you know, I'm not a financial advisor, nor is this financial advice. This podcast is all about information, education, and my own experiences. So stay tuned. Over time, the money I make and the assets I invest in leave a track record and hopefully a good one. You probably hear hedge fund managers gloat about their rate of returns and how they beat the S&P 500, which most do not because they suck balls. But what does this tell me about them? Are they good people? Would I want to hang out with them? Are they friends material? All I know is their financial numbers and achievements on paper. One or two pages of nicely organized words with nice font. And for many of us, this sums up our very own existence. We can be summed up in the real world by our wealth, our status, and career achievements, and a few pages of fluffed up resumes. But what about our virtues? How do we find this out? This is true in dating. On the first date, besides the obvious physical attraction, right? That's the first thing that catches our eye. We typically jump into our achievements. Kind of like rattling off a resume from memory for a prospective lover, boasting our career status, material possessions, wealth, goals, etc. It's a list of checkboxes that you either pass or fail. But does this resume and checkboxes we've worked so hard for really say who we are? Am I all of those things? If your hot date checks all the boxes, can we conclude? This person is virtuous and is right for you, and that you will have a good time. When you do finally pass away, hopefully many many years from now, will the people at your funeral speak of your status and wealth? Will your family speak about your resume and your check boxes that you achieved? Will they pass them out so people can read them? (laughs) I hope not. That'd be really stupid. But you get the point, right? Or will they speak about the virtues you demonstrated in the form of moral, social, and intellectual good? So for me, I'm hoping in the second part of that. But first things first, what is a virtue? So I'll give you the definition. A virtue is a trait of excellence, including traits that may be moral, social, or intellectual. The cultivation and refinement of a virtue is held to be the good of humanity, and thus is valued as an end purpose of life or a foundational principle of being. In order to understand virtues more, let's talk about external and internal value. External success versus internal value. Let's first look at external success. So, social media and society tend to value external success above all else. Immediately, I think this is because it's more tangible, like we can actually see it. It's why families will take on massive debt to keep up with their neighbors and friend groups, even if it makes no sense financially. It's why society praises material goods. The newer stuff you have, the more successful you must be, right? So since I can't walk down the street showcasing my net worth above my head, I'm picturing you know one of those little cartoon uh, bubbles. Um, would be cool, right, if we can actually do that. And it would actually surprise a lot of people. Instead, I'll showcase it with my $750 a month car payment and my $5,000 a month house, which I must work tirelessly for, eroding my best health quality of years. And I can't enjoy it because I actually can't afford it. I'm always working. So basically for the next 30 years, I'm a corporate slave. Nobody sees that part, right? And the people living this life will rarely fess up to the mousetrap they're in. Because, honestly, I don't even know if they think they're in a mousetrap. So, from an outside view to someone who does not have this level of external success, this looks like everything, especially to someone younger. Our friends, family, and social media measure us by this. But, is it really everything? I guess that's up to you to decide. Now, let's look at internal value. I can't show off my character like I can in Instagram posts. It's not immediately flashy or sexy. Internal value builds one's character. The more you begin to know a person, the more you begin to see who they really are. Sometimes you can see character immediately through an act of kindness or a courageous act. Other times you see it over longer periods when someone demonstrates consistent patience or hard work demonstrating integrity kindness weakness yeah believe it or not courage empathy honesty are some of the key ingredients to developing a good character these are the internal values that people will know and remember you by i mean i would i would like to think they would right although not as visually appealing or stimulating as external success or an instagram post Internal value is something to aspire to above all else. To be a great leader, your internal values must be virtuous. Respect is gained when your character demonstrates these traits. Skills you bring to the marketplace. Show me what you got. So, your neatly worded, fluffed up resumes sum you up, right? Even more so now with chat GPT. I know, I've used it. Society judges you by your external achievements, right? Because that's all they have to go on. Quick story. In the past, upon meeting someone new, I was asked what college I graduated from, to which I replied, I didn't graduate college. Then this new person I've just met develops like a stunned, dumbfounded look, almost like they can't compute, that I was still able to manage to build wealth without getting that coveted college degree. yeah, Crazy, right? How did I do it? There have been a few times in life, in this scenario that I just mentioned, people kind of write me off. Why? Because I don't fit their resume checkboxes. This way of thinking only keeps one scorecard. It's the small-minded mentality in action, which I believe ultimately gets left behind. Let's talk resume virtues. In the fire department, there are an endless amounts of ways to build up your resume. For example, if you want to be a paramedic, there are a shit ton of medical certs you need. You have to take tests, proficiency skills and demonstrate real world application. It never ends. And how do I know? Well, I did it for over 10 years. Society emphasizes you get marketable skills. Degrees and tangible qualities that will make you a better qualified candidate for the job. It's true. These things normally bring external success and make you more money. Here's where it gets interesting. You can have all the resume virtues, the checkboxes, the external success, and still be a complete douchebag. That's right. I've worked with many of those. So it begs the question. Why do we seem so fixated on resume virtues? Why are we not looking at what's inside a person? My guess is, if someone looks like they're doing well on the outside, then they must be doing well everywhere else, right? Hmm. Media has a big part in shaping what success is and the American dream. Surely, we must pile more on that resume to achieve what everyone thinks is the American dream, a white picket fence, house, dog, 2.5 kids, right? Now, I know I've been knocking resume virtues for a while now, but they really are important. In order to live a good life and build wealth, you need to have some desirable qualifications, experiences, and skills. So, you really do need them. Being proud of your achievements and skills can only help you perform better. The trap you don't want to fall into, and... I've been guilty of this, is living a life solely to add more lines to your resume, to say you have achieved more for the sake of achieving more. I think we can all agree that we've all been guilty of this at some point. I guess the beef is when people begin to worship resume virtues, when it's the end-all, be-all of everything, like that's what, you're, that's what you are, when everyone sums you up by your resume and not you. Let's talk eulogy virtues. What will people say about you when you die? For me, I want people to say the same thing whether I'm alive or dead. My achievements are not the first thing I want to be remembered for. Even now in the present day, I don't want to be known as the guy who was a firefighter or a paramedic or some guy who's building wealth or started a podcast. I want to be remembered and talked about regarding what kind of a person I am, how I've helped and contributed to society and others. Becoming more virtuous, some things we can practice. Give people respect, right? That's a big one. Be kind, show empathy, help, be a leader. Imagine if we just chose to do 10% more of this, so it's not even a lot. You're not even having to change your whole entire life. The end result would be life-changing. Build your own culture that thrives on these virtues. People will gravitate and adopt your culture because it puts good out in the world. We all want to be part of something great. Humanity does best when you help others. You don't need to own a business or have employees to build a culture. Every person has the ability to form their own culture. It's how you live your life. It's what you're made of deep down, the guts inside of you. It's this culture you've created that revolves around love, discipline, integrity, kindness, courage, and moral compass you will live a more virtuous life in turn people will value this more than any resume skill or degree thinking about life in terms of virtues which you can't show on a resume or buy with money will lead you to do good things in life why we praise resume virtues society rewards resume virtues over eulogy virtues because it's so much more tangible I mean, we can literally see it on a piece of paper. Well, your skills, your degree, yada, yada. If you have a set of skills or a degree, it's understood that you can do something with it. People put value on this. Now, this does not always translate into actual value. There are many people who have fluffed up resumes who really can't do the job they're in. I'm sure we all know many people in our jobs or have worked with people just like that. And what's worse is (laughs) they suck as people. It takes time to sniff out someone's integrity, honesty, and leadership. Those virtues take time to unfold. Using resume and eulogy virtues for the win. If it sounds like I've been negative on resume virtues and just shitting on them, I'm not. I'm merely trying to bring awareness to what eulogy virtues are and how we see resume virtues and how we can get the best of both to become a better person. Your resume really does matter. It's important to constantly evolve to try to learn new things. It's another few lines you can put on that resume. It may lead to more wealth, less hours of work, which could help you have more freedom, more time. You can focus on your health so it's all connected, right? Being able to provide resume experience, achievements, and skills will get you through the door. Once you get through the door, being able to demonstrate eulogy virtues such as integrity, patience, discipline, respect, kindness, and leadership will get you the keys to the house. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and you've gotten some insight on eulogy virtues and resume virtues. Tune in next week for another great episode. Please follow the Investor Fellow podcast on Twitter and Instagram please like and subscribe. Thanks again.